Welcome to the Connection Club podcast. I am Katie Wren. I am a wife, a mom to a beautiful baby girl, bonus mom to a beautiful teenage daughter, and successful business owner. I am so excited to connect with you. Sometimes we need to disconnect from the world to reconnect with ourselves. So I am super grateful to be on this journey with you so we can connect together as a community. Well, it's happy October. Oh my gosh. Can we just stop for a minute and realize that we are into our first week of October? Oh, I don't know about you, but where the hell has this year gone? Please someone tell me because I feel like I've blinked and already it's fall or autumn, depending on where you are in the world. (laughs) Being in America, we are all about fall and we majorly celebrate it here. In the UK, fall just means it gets even more freaking colder and you need to layer up more. In the fall in Florida, it means absolutely nothing. And when you see all these beautiful Pinterest pictures of pumpkins and cozying up by a fire and thick socks and layers and all of those beautiful autumn fall things, I just sit there in total envy, (laughs) envious feelings of really nice cool weather would be awesome because we get to this time in the year in Florida, the snowbirds come down from wherever they come from up north, which means it's in the the middle of the States, uh, Midwest to the east side of uh, the United States. And they all come down for the winter, for the warmer weather, a bit like people going down to the end of the UK and just feeling that little bit more warm throughout the winter. I don't know if that's even possible these days with the weather being so unpredictable over there, but we have the snowbirds come down, traffic goes a little bit more crazy, the change of the year where things just seem to get a little bit more busier. Although the weather doesn't change much here at all. If anything, it stays exactly the same. The humidity kind of fluctuates up and down and only by a little bit, not by massively. It's still really freaking hot. It's still really freaking humid. And us Floridians, as I I like to become a Floridian now, we've had enough. (laughs) I've had enough of the the humidity, the heat, the everything. I'm done with it. But then I I shift myself back into gratitude as I I walked out there with my smoothie this morning and just looked out and it's just such a beautiful day. It isn't majorly humid. You know, the sun is shining, there's a slight breeze and it's, it's Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful weather. So I can't complain because I know a lot of my UK friends will be like, I'm freezing. What is wrong with you? Enjoy it. But honestly, fall in Florida means nothing. And I'm actually quite excited because this year I'm going to go out and buy some fall decorations that we're going to hopefully have for the rest of time. So I can just kind of recycle every year and get out and really make the home feel more fall like and just participate in celebrating the transition of seasons and I really like to think when the seasons do change is really just to take that time to reflect especially being at the start of the month we're in the first week of October now and really I love starting a new month because it really 
gives us a chance to reset and refocus on what it exactly is that we want to do, what we want to achieve, who do we want to become, how do we want to show up, how do we want to step up. And I use the first of the month as a really a, a great opportunity to really ask myself some questions going, right, where are you right now? Where do you want to be? And are you making moves in that direction of where you want to be? If the answer has been no, then it's a great chance to reset and refocus. And especially if you have your own goals, if you have health goals or relationship goals or career goals or target goals or sales goals or any any sort of goal that you're working towards, it's a really great opportunity to reset and refocus. And obviously, we have every start of the Monday to do that too. But there's no point doing a little bit and then getting to Wednesday and then just kind of giving up all hope of everything and then restarting everything on Monday. That's not what I'm trying to tell you guys. It's it's really a chance if you've kind of fallen back just that little bit, it's a chance to really get back in the saddle and start riding that pony a little bit more. You know what I mean? That sounds really rude, but that was not my intention and my analogy did not come out right. So moving on. So my whole intention of this episode is to really help you connect back to the things that you love in life. Because I know being a busy individual person that you are, the reason why you've come to this podcast is um, hopefully you have a liking to me and you enjoy the content, but also you've been attracted to the title of what the podcast is all about, which is Connection. And my hope for you out of this episode is really to learn how to connect back to all the things that you love. Because like I said, you're a busy person, you're on the go, you have a million things going on, your head is a tiz, you've kind of moved away from who you really are. But now in the whole journey of listening to each and every episode, you're moving and returning back to who you are. And part of that is really doing things that we love. And so many of us stop doing things that we love. And why? Why do we do that? I can tell you why. Like I've said before, the world gets its hands on you a little bit and you start to form an identity or belief or certain patterns of behavior or you kind of just get stuck in your ways and you stop doing all of those beautiful things that you love to do. So it's really time to get real and really think about all of the things that you enjoy doing as a kid or a child, the things that you enjoy doing as a teenager, and even the things that you enjoy doing in your early 20s. You know, the, the times where you just had fun and didn't care about what people thought or even what you cared to think about yourself, you just did them anyway. And I'm going to take you back on a little bit of my journey and my story of the things that I used to love to do that I don't tend to do as much anymore, but working towards having them in my life again. Now there's things in our life that we used to do that we can't necessarily do now because of, you know, financial obligations or commitments to our family and stuff like that. So for me, I grew up riding horses. As most of you know, I grew up show jumping, loved it. Horses are my spiritual animal, without a doubt. If I'm around horses, I'm literally like a little giddy schoolgirl, and I get super excited and I instantly can feel a connection to a horse very much similar to a dog as well I, I don't know what it, if this is like some hidden gift that I have that I've not experienced but I can really 
learn a story through an animal's eyes. And when I'm around a horse and when I feel the horse and when I can, I, I, I can really feel its story or feel where it's at in life or where I, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's the same a little bit with dogs as well. Like I, I can get a kind of grasp on the type of life that they live or if they're happy or if they're just content or if they are needing something. And I, I don't know, I have a pretty good read of animals, more so dogs and horses. You asked me to read an iguana. I don't know if I, if I could do that, <laughs> but you get what I'm trying to say. So I have this unbelievable connection to horses. So when I, when I am around them, I light up like a Christmas tree. Um, when I do go riding, I'm like heaven on earth. Now, the last time I actually rode a horse was a couple of years ago when me and Luke were in Australia and we went riding on the beach with some of our Aussie friends. And it was just the most amazing time ever. A truly great experience, I have to say. I don't think I've ridden since. Obviously, I've had plans to go ride horses, but then fell pregnant with Lake and have been dreaming of the opportunity to do it. And recently, after thinking of all the things that I love to do that I don't do as much anymore, funny you say this, I actually signed me and my husband up through our church. They do a horseback riding group event. So we've both signed up for that. We have our first riding experience on the 1st of November, which I'm super excited about. Um, so we get to go and ride horses together. And it's something that I love to do. Luke knows I love it. So he's fully on board and participating in this event. And I'm super excited. So I'm going back to doing something I really love to do. A few of the other things that I love to do, but yet haven't done much of, again, because of seasons and um, how much it is to do it. I have very expensive hobbies, I've just realized, <laughs> but I love snowboarding, like love it. And we live in Florida, so access to snow is very limited, if at any at all, but we have plans that are not yet actually sealed. The deal on is going snowboarding in the new year. Now that I'm fully recovered from C-section baby and, you know, I'm more than excited and dedicated to go on fulfilling my I have a goal on my vision board is to become a fluent snowboarder. I'm confident-ish. I'm not great. I'm not good. I'm okay. So I really want to get great at it because I want to be able to go snowboarding with the whole family and make it an epic experience. And when Lake is old enough, get her some lessons too. So I'm really excited about that. So that's something I love to do that I am planned. We haven't yet scheduled it, but we plan to do it in the new year. So super excited for that. Other things that I love to do that I don't tend to do enough of is spend time on the beach. Shame on me. The beach is right there. I don't go on there enough. I I used to walk the beach every day when I was pregnant with Lake because it was literally across our road. I, I do now have to drive there. God forbid I have to drive to the beach, right? I had the intention of going with the dogs today as I found out dogs aren't actually allowed on the beach. So I was going to go, but I didn't. So I have a plan. I've actually scheduled it in my diary already that I'm planning to go and walk the beach on Friday morning before I go to my uh, PT session. I have my driving test that day. So it's going to be a great chance and opportunity for me just to compose myself and just get grounded and really visualize me passing that test. So just spending time on the beach is something that I really love to do, but again, don't do enough of and should. Now the weather is cooling off, it's going to be more bearable to go. Over the summer, it's not enjoyable as it's just too hot, too humid. 
and it's not very enjoyable for Lake as well. So I don't want to go on too much about all the things that I love to do and talk about me, 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 but I really want you to start looking at where you can have more fun in your life, where you can do the things that you love to do. Those are very foundational things to me that I, I've grown up doing. I didn't grow up snowboarding, but I started that in my 20s, but never fulfilled it and folded it through. But I've been a couple of times with Luke and it's something that we both enjoy doing. So I'm, we're making a mission that we go at least once a year snowboarding as a trip. Horse riding, again, I grew up doing that and having that back in my life just brings me so much joy. It's not something that I can do all the time because of access to it here in Florida, but it's something that I can plan and figure out. And if I go and take a trip somewhere to go horse trekking and just do something for myself, then that's something I should do. There's other little things that I love to do, like baking and cooking. I don't do a lot of that but I really should because I do enjoy it. It's so therapeutic. I love baking and cooking, even though I don't think I'm that good at it. Sometimes they turn out pretty good. <laughs> you know, I'd love to go to a cooking class. I'd love to do an art class as well, attend art classes. I'm fulfilling my joy in going to the gym at least three times a week or having a personal trainer and, and physically being pushed to my limits sometimes. And having a personal trainer and working out, that's something I really, really enjoy doing. I found something with it when it comes to my fitness that I enjoy doing. I, it took me a while to find my feet in something that I really like, but finding a really good trainer and finding somewhere that I enjoy with the atmosphere of the people, you know, ticks all of my boxes. So, you know, even something like hiking is, I love it because I grew up in the countryside and going out walking places and looking at pictures of my grandparents and they love to go hiking and walking. My parents love to go hiking and walking and I don't know, it's just a DNA need of mine to go exploring and hiking. So it's something that I need to plan and all of these things like horse riding and hiking and snowboarding, they all cost money and it's some stuff that I can't do all the time. So how can I fulfill my need of fun and doing things for me that I love doing? What are the small things I can do that don't cost thousands of dollars or thousands of pounds? You know, the baking, the art classes, and even just working out or finding new ways to working out and going to the beach. Those are the small things I can do regularly that's going to fill my need for just having fun and filling up my my happiness tank, as I like to call it. When you are constantly giving and giving and giving and giving, and you're not loading up or filling up your own tank with the things that you love to do, you know, you're going to find that you're very depleted, you're low on energy, you even get sick because you're not taking care of yourself and you're not filling up your own spirit with your own joys in life. You know, it's so hard sometimes as moms and as parents and as dads that we pour ourselves into our kids, but yet we don't pour ourselves into ourselves. Whatever it is that you love to do. And if you're in a relationship, sometimes you can involve each other in the process, or you could simply do things as individuals and or all together as a family. So I'd really think about the three different categories that you can do as a couple, things you can do as an individual, and things you can do as a family. Get a list, get your journal, write in each of those categories things that you love to do and go to town on it. Like you could really be creative. And even if there's things that you love to do, or you've done them in the past, but don't do them anymore, you know, they should be 
high up on your priority list. And then there's things that you may want to do, but you're a little bit nervous about doing it. Or there could be things that you've never done before that you would just love to go and explore. And I would really think about things that you can do for free. And then the things that actually cost a lot of money to do it and things that don't cost a lot of money or time to do it either. Um, So you got to take those things into consideration, but it's really connecting back to who you are and and enjoying the the beautiful things that we can do in life. And you might not always have the perfect weather or the perfect environment or the perfect situation or being the perfect physical health or being the perfect physical being. You need to let that all go and put it aside and figure out all of that later on. But life is just so short. It's far too short to just be constantly sitting behind a screen or scrolling on social media or watching the same movies over and over. Really start getting creative and start planning and scheduling stuff. You know, if you want to go on vacation and and a trip away with your family or a short mini break, schedule that stuff, plan it and, and talk about it with your family or with your spouse and really get clear on every single month and going, okay, what are the little things I can do to fill me back up or to fill my spouse up or to fill my family back up again. If it's something that you need to do, you know, one of your loves in life is self-care. You like going to the the beauty salon or getting your nails done or going having a massage. And if you haven't had a massage in forever, but really enjoy having one, then put that on your list. If it's that you just like going wine tasting or sampling different teas or if it is shopping, you know, I don't particularly think that that's a, the greatest way to fill up because you've, you're dangerously filling, trying to fill a hole that will never be filled. I can vouch for that. I used to just fill myself up on shopping all the time and buying things and feeling so empty because I wasn't really truly connected to me and, and doing the things that I love to do in life. One of the other things is paddleboarding. Like I'll try and go paddleboarding a couple of times a month now. And now we live on the ocean. I'm trying to make use of it as much as we can. Again, sometimes the weather makes it a little bit unbearable to go out paddleboarding. It's just so hot and I'm still getting used to the humidity sometimes. So I set my intention every single month. I'm going to go at least two times this month. That's my intention is to go paddleboarding twice something I just love to do. I just don't do it enough of it. See, I'm even guilty of it too. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying sitting here and telling all of you guys that, no, you should be doing this and you should be doing that and and coaching myself right now that I'm reminding myself as I share all of this with you of all of the things that I need to do and implement and create myself. I'm on that journey with you, but I'm hoping the realizations that I'm having that they could be the same realizations for you too. If it's that you really enjoy reading or writing or listening to music or, you know, the other day I created my, uh, my beautiful husband, I created for him a playlist, just a simple, I love you playlist on Spotify. And I sent him the link and I said, Hey babe, this is for you. I hope this makes you feel good. And just all the songs, just share the lyrics of how much I love you. And I swear that's lit him up so much. So moving on to that, it's how can you you know, we all have a loving life and hopefully that's our spouse, right? Or our boyfriend or girlfriend or life partner or whoever it is that you just love dearly. Your partner I'm talking about, not your kids right now. I'm talking about your partner in life. 
What are the things that you can do that you can put on that list that you could do for them? And even if you don't have a spouse, really start thinking about all the ways that you can show up as the best possible girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife that you could be. So start getting creative in all of the things that you could do for them or all the things that you could say or, you know, all of those love languages that they they have, how can you fulfill them? And I know obviously if you're not in a relationship, then that's hard to think of right now. But, you know, it's just getting creative and, and really learning about all the things that you love. So then when you do meet that person, it's very easy to talk about all of the things that you enjoy doing because you're doing them for one. And who knows, you might meet that person doing all the things that you love that you can share together. But when it comes to thinking of things that you can enjoy with your partner or even set up for them as part of their love language, you know, write down all of the things that they enjoy or that you know that they enjoy as a person. If you don't know their love language yet, I recommend, I've probably mentioned this a bunch of times, reading the five love languages and really learning about their their love, what speaks to them, what makes them feel loved for me is words of affirmation and quality time. So very, very easy to make me feel loved and very closely behind that is gifts, but not in terms of like buying me expensive things or anything like that. It could be like a little token or a bunch of flowers or even a candle. Like if anybody buys me a bunch of flowers or a candle, I'm like your best friend. (laughs) Luke's love language is touch and quality time. So what are the, the ways that I can make him feel loved with touch is I could, you know, schedule us both for a massage or I could give him a massage or I could, you know, suggest that we go for a walk and I hold his hand or I I cuddle him, not him cuddling me, but I cuddle him as we're walking. You know, those are just a couple of examples, but quality time is anything that you're very present and connected with that person. So it could be doing anything as long as you're spending connected and present time with that person. And you can think of a whole bunch of things you could be doing within that too. So it's it's really getting clear on not only what your love language is, but what your partner's love language is. And then you could really think of a list of all the fun loves in life that you could do together and that you can set up for them and just letting them know how much you mean to them and how much you love them. And, you know, make just do something really small every single week And you can do the tiny things daily, but something that really shows them each week that you're thinking about them or that they really mean something to you or set something up that you can really celebrate your love and celebrate your commitment to to each other. Same really goes for your kids as well. It's planning every single week, something fun that you can do with them that they enjoy, not something as much as what you enjoy, but what they enjoy doing, you know, really pay attention to their personality and what really lights them up. I mean, Lake is still really discovering herself and she's not even two years old yet, even though she's acting like she's three. I know that she loves being around animals. She loves playing in the water. She loves the beach. She loves the ocean. So now that it's getting cooler, I'm definitely making it a mission every single week just to take her to the beach for, you know, an hour just so she can play in the water or she can go swimming in our pool or you know we we go to a petting zoo or we take her to a zoo or we go to the aquarium and my actual um, gift to her one of her early birthday presents is gonna I'm gonna buy her a little fish tank because she lo- <laughs> loves loves love 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 loves 
animals and she gets super excited when she sees fish. So that is going to be one of my gifts to her for an early birthday present is a, a fish tank. And I know she's just going to go nuts over it. But it's even just taking her to an aquarium or a zoo or a little petting zoo or, you know, just little things like that. Just really, I know that lights her up. So I want to I want to do those things, not only with her, just me and her, but as a family as well. When we spend time together in the pool, I mean, I have to drag her out of it now, whereas before she didn't particularly enjoy going in it, but now she loves it. You know, even if it's just an hour a week minimum that I spend time with her in the pool and having that connected time with her, but also doing something that she loves to do, you know, that's going to create really good memories for her. I'm hoping that I'm inspiring you to really look inward at not only what you love to do in life, again, and reminding you of the little girl or the little boy that you are and learning to do all of those fun little things that you used to do. And even if you just go to the park and kick a football around, I mean, how much fun is that really? Simple things. It really is the simple things in life that gives us the most joy. If you take, get a football and take the kids and just play around in the park and, you know, or if even if it's a, a crappy day, like find some really fun indoor activity that you can do as a family or even just one-on-one with your child or one-on-one with your partner. I mean, one of my date night ideas, which if you listen to this, then it'll kind of give it away, but I'm going to set up the back of the car, put all the seats down, I'm going to drive to a location And I'm going to put in there some pillows and a duvet. I'm going to take some snacks with us and take a laptop with me. Or we may not even watch the movie, but put the back seats down and lie back and just watch a movie outdoors, but in the comfort of a car, but still being outdoors. Like, I think that'd be a really cool idea. Or even just going to the park and and kicking a football to each other or throwing a football. I don't think I want to throw a football. As you guys know, the whole soccer football thing and, oh... So I'll kick a ball, but I'm not going to throw it. I'm not good at catching a football. I'm good at kicking it or even a Frisbee. But I don't know if I'm very good at catching a Frisbee. But who cares? This is the thing. We can sit there and go, oh, well, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. Oh, I can't do that. Like, who cares? Just go and do it anyway. Go and explore and just have fun and, and really just let go of the notion of being perfect or good at something or that it's going to be a success. The whole point of it is to have fun while even failing at it. You know, I I think that's where we just get so caught up sometimes in going, well, oh, well, I I can't ice skate or I don't have the energy to play football. You find the energy, you will find it. You can't ice skate. Just have fun trying, have fun falling down. Some of my best memories of, of when me and Luke used to go ice skating. I mean, he's a pretty good ice skater. I think he played hockey a little bit. But I remember him being a really good ice skater. We haven't gone ice skating in a long time. Again, living in Florida, there's there's not many options to do it. But I remember some of the moves he fell like literally fell on his butt, but it was hilarious in the way that he did it. It's just letting go of all of the fear of what we look like or how we feel and or if it, it, it just let, let go of that ego that we carry around in thinking that we have to be this certain way or be act a certain way but when we're truly doing all the things we love in life who cares about what we look like who cares about what other people think of us as long as we're having fun and enjoying the moment who really cares right so let go of any of that emotional feeling that you're worried about what people think or what they're going to say just have fun with it so guys I really 
urge you, this is, I want this to be a really short episode today because I really want you to go away and think about all of the things that you love to do in life and are you doing them currently? What do you need to do more of? How do you need to fill your love cup up or your love tank, your own love tank? And then encourage your your partner to do all of the fun things with you or for you to fill up your love tank. And even do that with your your kids too. What is it that they love to do? If you've got you know more than one kid, then remember that they're going to individually have their own loves and desires and the way that they want to have fun too. So you, you need to learn to accommodate both of them or all of them. <laughs> right now, I just have one to think about. So I'm very blessed and praying to God that he will bless us with another, another one. So please keep us in your prayers for that. I would love to have another one. Trust me, I'm working on it. <laughs> for a moment then, I got like quite emotional thinking of adding another member to our family maybe one day. And trust me, it's something that I would love nothing more. Sometimes I have fears of, well, is there something wrong because of it not happening or, you know, it just doesn't seem to be happening right now. And I'm just, honestly, I'm just giving it up to God right now and and trusting in the process and the timing of when everything is meant to be and, and when everything should happen. And sometimes that's just the best way to, to deal with some stuff is just, you know what, I just give it up to the God, to God or give it up to universe or I trust in the process and it completely changes my state instantly. And the reason why I get emotional about it is because I've put a lot of pressure on myself recently and I see a lot of, you know, friends or family or strangers, you know, being blessed with a second child. I then put pressure on myself and I need, I'm, trust me, I am telling myself every day it'll happen when it happens. It's all good. So yeah, a little vulnerable moment there that you guys uh, probably don't know about, but what is actually going on internally at the minute, but I just know that it will happen when it happens. So there we go. Oh, so guys, I really want you to pay attention to your loves in life and really explore them and not to worry about what other people think and just to go after it, schedule it and go after it. Because a, a life worth living is a life full of fun and joy. And the way we achieve that is just truly doing the things that we love in life, whether it's big extravagant things or just the tiniest little things To One of my favorite tiny little things is having afternoon tea. And unfortunately, that's not a, a huge opportunity again here in Florida because it's not something that is available. But when the opportunity does arise that I can I am there. <laughs> I am there having my tea and my cakes and my sandwiches. And oh, I love it. That's one of my joyful things to do. And even if you don't know what your spouse really enjoys doing, just have that conversation and going, honey, I was just thinking about all, I was listening to this podcast and I was thinking about all the things that I love to do, but I, I really don't know about all the things that you love to do. Tell me even from the tiniest thing to the biggest thing, tell me, tell me it all and really get to learn about your partner again and what they love because what they loved at the beginning might not be what they love right now. So it's rediscovering all of those beautiful things about each other again as well. And not only that, all the beautiful things that you enjoy and love about yourself too, that you don't do enough of. So have a beautiful, blessed, connected day, guys, and go and enjoy all of your loves in life. Have a great day. Oh,